so that you feel relaxed in the body. Checking any places in the body where there might be some tension or stiffness. And intentionally softening around those areas. Sometimes it helps to take a quiet, full in-breath and a quiet, complete out-breath so that the shoulders can drop and even the organs in the body can relax. The tension around the eyes can get released around the jaw the hands, the knees can drop if they need to. And also relaxing the mind. We can do this by letting go of any agenda that we might have to attain anything to make anything happen or experience anything in a particular way. To change anything. Letting go of all of that. When there is no desire to change anything or to make anything happen in a particular way, when there is a lessening of aversion to get rid of anything, then the mind awareness can do its work of simply being aware of whatever is occurring in moment-to-moment experience. Awareness can naturally do its job knowing whatever is to be known whatever is obviously in the foreground of attention. Allowing awareness to simply know what is happening in the environment around us. Noticing the ambient sounds nearby and far away. Noticing the ambient temperature. So that we continue to allow these experiences to be known when they become predominant or obvious. We're not pushing anything away. Knowing the outer environment knowing the inner environment of the body, grounding the attention in the body to begin with, noticing the changing sensations that are obvious in this moment. 
There might be some particular area of the body that calls the attention. Bringing a soft, gentle, yet clear awareness to that. And for many of us, it's helpful initially to begin with the attention around the sensations of the breath. It might be the breath at the abdomen, as the abdomen rises and falls. It might be the breath at the nostrils, the various sensations of coolness or warmth. Wherever you naturally begin your practice, you can begin it there if you find it helpful. Letting the attention again be relaxed, receptive, clear. Noticing the changing sensations within the movement of a breath. This will help to stabilize the attention. And during the course of our practice, we can know that at any time, if we find it helpful, we can come back to this place of stabilizing the attention. But also knowing that it is not the point of our practice to just be with the breath. It's just a place of stabilizing, coming back when we need some place of clarity or of safety. Mostly in our practice, we will find that it's quite natural for the attention to be open and receptive to whatever is occurring in the moment. not hanging on or being attached to the breath, but keeping the attention spacious, (coughs) receiving what is to be known, usually at the beginning of a retreat. What becomes known in the beginning is our sensations of the body. Allowing the attention, the awareness to receive the various changing sensations, whatever they are. Also hearing becomes predominant knowing the sound of my voice, the sound of the various movements in the hall or of the bird sounds outside of the hall. These sounds can be received with the awareness of hearing, hearing,
a third experience is quite predominant when we begin to pay close attention. And that is thinking. Allowing the attention or awareness of thinking to be as neutral as the awareness of the breath. Knowing thinking as thinking. Letting it arise, letting it pass away without getting lost in the content. Whenever you need to come back to a place of stabilization, you can come back to touching in with the breath, touching in with any place in the body that stabilizes your attention. And then again, allowing the natural awareness of whatever is happening to be known. Without tightening anywhere. Remaining calm as much as we can. Remaining clear and continuous keeping the continuity moment to moment. Maintaining the balance of being relaxed yet alert.
if you find it helpful, you can silently label your experience, hearing, thinking, particular sensations in the body, keeping the label very light, using most of the energy to notice the changing phenomena in that moment.
So are there any questions about your practice this morning or about the instructions? Are there any answers? <laughs> yeah, Phil. Uh huh. So, just a comment, and you're asking for some response to that. I don't hear so much coming back to the breath. Right. Maybe less concentrated. Mm hmm. So, the comment is that uh, comparing with the last retreats, uh, that he remembers that the instructions are a little different. There's more spaciousness, there's not a lot of remarking about coming back to the breath, and that's true. So we use, uh, we're using the breath as a place of stabilizing the attention and as a light anchor, not as a place that we uh, continually come back to, or that uh, for some of us, we've found through the years that some of us actually need to have more spaciousness in our practice so that Awareness can do its job of noticing whatever is arising spontaneously and obviously in that moment. Uh, sometimes there's a little too much effort to just be with the breath over and over again. And we somehow get the idea that that's the point of our practice when it actually isn't. The, the place of the breath is to stabilize, to clarify the uh, the attention and uh, awareness, but when we always come back to it, there can be a sort of an unwholesome habit pattern to get so attached to the breath or to start thinking that that is the place that we need to be all the time when it really limits our field of awareness if we handle it that way. So use, use the breath as you feel necessary and balanced for you. And that's the way we're presenting it, to come back to it when you need that place to stabilize the attention, either initially or any time during the course of your sitting or your practice. Yeah, so giving more permission to keep the attention more open. and let the awareness come in that openness. So we'd like to give some walking instructions now, but I, before that I'm just going to give a couple of announcements to uh, ask you to um, please come to this sitting in particular. We notice that you're all here anyway, well, most of you. Uh, but it really is important to come to the sittings where we're giving instruction in the morning so that we're all staying on the same page. So this sitting and also um, the guided instruction in the afternoon, that would be an important one to come to. And then, of course, the Dhamma talk in the evening at 7.30. So for some of you, there could be some change to that, but for the most part, we request that you attend those and to please be on time for the sittings.
Um, so, Steve, do the walking. So, most of you are familiar with the kind of schedule we have at this retreat where there are alternate periods of sitting and walking. And during the course of the week, we give pretty thorough and regular instructions for the sitting at this sitting during each day. The walking practice or the walking periods is not recess. It is also an, uh, an equal opportunity to develop awareness, if you will. And so I want to first plant that seed in your mind that the walking period is as valuable an opportunity for developing awareness as the sitting. And in some ways, the walking is a little more difficult because we have our eyes open, we're moving around, we're, we're looking, we're doing, we're, we sometimes have an agenda to go to the toilet or to get a cup of tea or to go back to our room to open the window, close the window. And so sometimes we, we have something to do or a purpose in our walking. And this is a lot like what we do in life. We walk around in life a lot. And so in some ways the walking practice is your opportunity while on retreat to really start integrating the awareness in how you can uh, integrate this awareness practice in your daily life. We walk a lot. Here we want to take the opportunity to walk with awareness, to develop awareness, so that when we're walking around in our life, we can, we can be more present. It also helps just to build the not just to, but to build the continuity. Because it is the continuity of mindfulness or the continuity of awareness that collects the mind. That uh, we keep uh, recollecting the mind. We keep remembering, oh, the mind's here. The mind is, is, is knowing this. And in that increased continuity of moments of awareness, we collect more of the mind the collected mind sees things more clearly, more accurately, understands them. And so that is the natural direction of momentum in practice or maturity in practice is that the mind gets more collected. We see more details. We see more of the texture, more of the pixels of our life, if you will. We, we taste more. We, we know more of what life is all about in each moment. So there's a lot of good reasons for paying attention in the general activities and in the walking practice. So the instructions I give is not just for the formal walking practice, which you can do by picking a place uh, inside or, or up in this upstairs room or out along uh, the roadway and just walking. And you can walk at any speed you like. You can walk quite vigorously if you need to get uh, 
some uh, energy going, or you need to uh, kind of uh, put aside a little sloth and torpor from eating too much or something like that, or you can walk quite microscopically slow. There's no one right way for everyone all the time. But I would ask you to walk at the pace that you can be most mindful at. And that may change. Throughout the day, you may walk faster in the morning and slower in the afternoon, or during a particular walking, you may start walking slow and then want to walk a little faster before you come back to sit. There's no right one, one right way, but there is, for you, a pace to be most mindful at. And so to, to kind of allow yourself the flexibility to adjust as necessary or as needed in order to strengthen that continuity of awareness. Sometimes we offer the instruction to, in the walking practice, to uh, attend to the mm, sensations in the legs, in the feet, as a chosen object to attend to while walking. Just as Kamala mentioned in the sitting practice, if you're familiar with, or if you have the habit of using the breath as the initial object of attention in the sitting, you can do that, but don't be too gripped by that uh, technique. Use it as necessary, and then when your mind is noticing something else, recognize that. So too in the walking. If you are attending to the sensations of the legs and feet as you walk, fine, but when you notice the warmth of the sun on the face, and you enjoy that, take note of that. Or if you notice that the coolness of the breeze is pleasant, take note of that. Or if you notice that your mind is thinking about the person who's walking fast by you and you're judging them, well, take, take note of that. Because that is what has naturally come to awareness. It is what has called your attention, and it is being recognized Take note of that. So we're not just trying to um, force the attention to stay only on the sensations of the legs to the exclusion of everything else so that we're walking like a zombie in some kind of zone unaware of anything else. That is not the goal, and there's not much wisdom in that, and it will tire you out rather quickly. So relax. Relax the body. Relax the mind. Whatever agenda you have in your mind, let that go. Other than just be present with what's happening. So as you walk, at whatever pace you walk, if you have a chosen object, like the sensations in the leg, fine. And when you notice something else, recognize that. Recognize the uh, thoughts in the mind, the mood of the mind, uh, the experience of the environment, warmth, cool, sun, seeing, hearing, smelling. So the whole field of your full uh, experience is fair game, if you will, as an object of your awareness. You don't have to hurry to try to catch up or to get it all. Just whatever calls your attention. One moment after the next. 
if you get lost in thought, you get spaced out, or you get forgetful, uh, you just you don't know what to do. Stand still. Just relax. Just stand still. Let awareness come to you. We don't have to make it happen. You don't have to go struggle to find your awareness, to find your mindfulness, to make it, you know, by focusing on something. If you just stand still and relax, notice what is being known. What are you aware of? Warmth, coolness, pressure, standing thoughts. So in this way, whatever your experience is can be known and can be recognized. Sometimes we say the periods between formal sitting is milling about mindfully. You know, we walk out, we look at the bulletin board, we go to the toilet, we go get a cup of tea, we wander back to our room, hit the toilet once again, check the bulletin board just in case, and wander back in. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Just do it mindfully. You know, just know that as you do each of those activities and as you move about, that you're present with the body and the mind as it happens. Okay? You have full permission to be aware of whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's um, 45 minutes for uh, milling about mindfully or walking mindfully, uh, if that's your choice. And then there'll be another sitting at 10.15. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.